Are you ready to get encouraged for God's purposes? I'm Ann Dunnigan, and welcome to Mission-Minded Families, where we're going to get into God's Word so you can get going on your day. Most of us are busy-at-home moms, and in this podcast, we focus on seven keys for life, prayer, passion, parenting, perspective, priorities, progress, and purpose. As we're continuing our study of Proverbs 31 from a mission-minded perspective, today we are in verses 24 through 27, and we're going to be talking about fruitfulness in your life and making progress for the Lord from the inside out. Stay tuned for Mission-Minded Families. He's bringing hope to the hopeless and giving his heart to the broken and sharing his hope. Ladies, as we learn about the virtuous woman, there are probably areas in your life or areas in my life where we feel inadequate. There are times when our weaknesses are exposed or days when we wake up and feel grumpy. But ladies, I want to just encourage you that you are God's virtuous woman, that God has grace for you and in our weaknesses, in your weakness, he is strong. Areas of our life where we feel inadequate, God comes in with his more than above adequacy and ability and we can be empowered by him and by his Holy Spirit. In Proverbs 31, 25, this says, Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. That's what we're to put on. We are to put on God's strength. We are to put on his honor. And that we are going to rejoice in time to come. Ladies, we are not going to be moved by fear. But ladies, we want to rejoice in time to come. We're going to read these verses, Proverbs 31, verses 24 through 27. And then have a time of prayer. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Let's just open today in a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord, that you can help us in living each day for your purposes and your glory. Lord, we want to be filled with your strength so that we can bring you honor. We want to glorify you today and for eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as we begin by looking through these verses one by one, we're going to start with verse 24. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. 
All right, well, you might not be someone who sews or makes crafts or different things like that. Even just the other day, I was talking to a woman who was saying, you know, in my church, unless you are able to make quilts, there's really nothing you can do for missions. You know, this little Baptist church that she's a part of, that's what they do for the missionaries. Ladies, I want to just encourage you that God has given you unique gifts and talents that you can use for God's kingdom in whatever season of life you are in. I want to just point out a verse from Joel chapter 3, a couple verses. Verse 9, proclaim this among the nations, prepare for war, wake up the mighty men, let all the men of war draw near, let them come up, beat your plowshares into swords. And your pruning hooks into she- into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. And then it talks about in verse 13, put in the sickle for the harvest is ripe. And then verse 14, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. In this section of Joel, we can see that there was a time for war. And there was just a call that went out and said, hey, whatever is in your hand for those who had, uh, you know, shears that they were using to, uh, you know, in to clip on the trees or the sickles for bringing in the harvest is saying, beat your plowshares into swords, your pruning hooks into spears, whatever it is that you have in your hand, let's use it as a tool for war, a a tool. The harvest is ripe. The laborers are few. This is talking about people who need to hear Jesus, people who need to hear the gospel, people that uh, can be a part of God's great commission and bringing the gospel to the lost. Ladies, we need to use what we have in our hands The virtuous woman was someone who she made linen garments. She supplied sashes to the merchants. It was what she could do. I want to tell you about a couple ladies who used what was in their hands. A while back, I was giving a Daring Daughters workshop and there was a woman who came up to me and her story was just so beautiful. She just said how she was a hairdresser and she had always enjoyed doing hair and being a beautician and she wondered what she could possibly do for missions. And then there became some needs that she really felt grieved about, specifically uh, human trafficking. And she heard about women in Cambodia who were being enslaved in prostitution. And she just thought, what could I possibly do? I, I don't have any Bible school training. I'm, I'm not musical. How could I get involved in missions? And then she began to think, what do I have in my hand? And she thought, well, I know how to cut hair. And I know how to uh, help women fix their fingernails and, and different things like that. That she was a beautician. And so she got an idea that she could go and she could help women who have been rescued out of sex trafficking and to be able to give them a skill to be able to give them an occupation that they could use that to earn a living and she so what she did is actually she gathered together some other hairdressers and some other beauticians and they went to Cambodia 
They went and worked alongside a ministry called Rafa House and were able to teach women on how to do hairdressing skills and to be able to uh, give women a, a way of escape. You know, it was what she had in her hand. I know another woman named Carlin who also had a heart for this same mission organization, Rafa House in Cambodia. And she was a busy homeschooling mom, uh, five kids, you know, what can she do? She doesn't, you know, she, she's not able to go on a mission trip right now. She has a bunch of little kids and she began to think, what do I have in my hand? And she thought, well, you know, we have just a lot of junk. We have a lot of extra stuff around our house. A lot of it is actually nice stuff, but we have too much stuff. And so she got an idea along with her daughter, Bella. We could have a yard sale. We could raise money for Rafa House in Cambodia by just having a yard sale. And she she actually knew how to display her stuff really nicely. And so she opened up her yard. She had a yard sale. And in one day, by the grace of God, God enabled Carlin to raise over $2,500 just by selling some stuff in her house. Um. Uh, Actually, there was someone who heard about the projects that she was going to do and, and offered to even double everything that she had made. So, you know, it is just interesting to see that what do you have in your hand uh, that we would use that for the gospel. I have a sister named Carol who is a wonderful cook. And something that she can do is she can bake Food. She can bake food. She can make delicious stews and chicken pot pies and things like that. And something that she has done is that she has a table in the back of her little church where she provides things for lunch. Um, she now has her daughters that are working with her making cookies and, and different treats. And they have a weekly bake sale. Uh, she does pasta salads and she makes chicken pot pies and she makes uh, different, you know, little pita bread sandwiches. And she sells these and takes the money and uses these to help orphans. You know, she does this week after week. Ladies, what do you have in your hand? Let's use it as a weapon to be able to get people saved. Let's use it as a tool in God's hands, just like this virtuous woman that she had linen garments and she supplied sashes. Verse 25, strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. We want to put on God's strength. We want to put on God's honor. And we want to rejoice in the Lord always. Philippians 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Sometimes we might not feel like rejoicing. And I'm sure that when Paul wrote that verse in Philippians 4, 4, he was in prison. I'm sure he didn't feel like rejoicing at all. Ladies, sometimes even as moms, we might feel like we're trapped. You know, we're just inside the house all the time taking care of kids. And, you know, Paul didn't even have internet. He he wasn't able to get out. And uh, sometimes he was even not able to be around other people at all. But he said, rejoice in the Lord always. 
We want to rejoice now and in time to come. One of the ways that we can rejoice uh, in Philippians, it talks about be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, make our needs known unto God that we can just give our needs to God. Be anxious for nothing. All right, as we continue, she opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. All right, if we want to just have wisdom and kindness flowing from us, uh, kindness is one of the fruit of the spirit, Galatians 5, 22 and 23 about love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and self-control. God wants for kindness to flow out of our tongue. He wants for us to open our mouth with wisdom. We saw another verse from Proverbs 31 and verse 8 when it said, Open your mouth for the speechless. And it says, Open your mouth, judge righteously. Plead the cause for the poor and the needy. God wants for us to open our mouth. He wants for us to open our mouth with wisdom, with kindness, with righteous judgment, and that when we would speak, it would be out of that heart of love. And then as we look at this last verse, she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Okay, this virtuous woman, she is standing guard. She is a a watchwoman on the wall. She is watching and guarding the gates of her home. She's watching over her children, watching over her household, guarding what is coming in. You know, we have different gates that are coming into our lives and into the lives of our children, Uh, not just our literal door, but we have like our eye gate and our ear gate and what is coming into our heart and what is coming out of our mouth. Those are all gates in our life. And we need to watch over the ways of our household. And God does not want us to be lazy. Okay, this virtuous woman, it said she does not eat the bread of idleness, uh, you know, just sitting around and doing nothing. At the same time, we don't need to just be busy, busy or, you know, have this like busy badge where we just think, you know, we, we just have always got to be doing something for the Lord, but we don't want to be idle. Uh, we want to be fruitful that is coming from the inside out. We're going to be talking about that in just a moment. Today for our Peas in a Pod, we are talking about progress, how we can make progress for the Lord from the inside out. Something that I have often heard is we don't want to be striving in the flesh. You know, we want to live in the spirit. We And, and I often, I'm having to bring stuff to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me. I, I don't want to be striving. Help me not to be just striving and trying to work in my self-effort. May I be obedient to you, not striving. So that this word striving is just this negative connotation in my mind. And I was listening to some Bible, some scripture that was just on audio when I was listening to the book of Colossians. And as I heard it, I heard the word striving, but it wasn't 
a negative word. It wasn't in a negative connotation. And I rewound, you know, I I, I put the CD, I, I went back to listen to the chapter again, and there it was again. I heard the word striving, and it wasn't negative. This was the verse that I heard. It was from Colossians chapter 1, and it, it was at the very end of the chapter. It says, Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we per- may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. To this end, this is verse 29, to this end I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. God works in us. We labor with God. Okay, those of us that are moms, okay, like times when we're having a baby, we are laboring and we are striving. There are times that God has things for us to do, whether it's birthing babies, whether it's being mothers, whether it is, you know, starting new ministries, whether it's writing books, whether it's, you know, launching a new orphan ministry or launching something at your church to help the poor. There are times that we will be laboring and working hard. To this end, I also labor, striving, now this is the key, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. The key is that we want to be working with God, not just doing our own thing, but his working in us. When God stirs something of his compassion in our heart, when he stirs in our heart a desire for something for him, we need to labor with him. We need to work with him. We need to allow God to work in us. Sometimes I think as Christians uh, or as women of God, we have this idea that, oh, I don't know if it's me or if it's God. I don't know if I should go forward in this. I I don't want to do it unless it's God. Ladies, I want to just encourage you that God has given you a brain, an amazing brain. And God has given you a heart, an amazing heart that feels things. And you have eyes that see needs. You have ears that hear needs. And God wants you to take action. When he puts a compassion in our hearts, he wants us to take action on that. Uh, We want to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily, not by our own strength, but by God's strength. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come because we put on his strength. We put on his honor and then we allow God to work through us, through our unique gifts and talents and abilities and strengths and desires, the tools that we have in our hand. Ladies, I just want to encourage you. Let's not be idle. Let's also not just be, you know, busy, busy and striving in the flesh. But let us take some, make some progress in what God has called us to do. Now, when we talk about making progress, it has to do with just moving forward. 
you know, we all have 24 hours in our day. We we have, it's like 163 hours in every week. We can use a little bit of time every day can make a huge difference. All right. If you are needing to get in shape, do you know that just like, you know, 15 to 30 minutes every day, it, it doesn't take away from your life. It will add strength and life to your life. If you have a desire to someday write a book or to start a blog, you know, even if you manage your time and only do like a half an hour a day or an hour a day, but you do it consistently, you will make progress. Now, God wants for the progress and and the things that we are doing to come from his strength, his might, and from the fruit of his Holy Spirit, that it would come from the inside out. As we look at Philippians chapter 4, when it's talking about being anxious for nothing, I want to just read a few verses. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, you know, we talked about that she shall rejoice in the time to come. Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Okay, we want to open our mouth with kindness. We want to be women who rejoice in days to come. Verse 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Okay, something I love about that verse, be anxious for nothing, nothing, no thing. I, we like to say, be anxious for nothing, no thing, not even one thing. And then let the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will fill your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Okay, so as we just fill our mind with rejoicing, with truth, with these things that are pure and good. And then as we just allow the Lord to come into our heart for him to be working in us mightily, then out of the abundance of our heart will come progress for the kingdom of God. Ladies, let's not eat the bread of idleness. Let us open our mouth with wisdom and let us use what is in our hands for the glory of God. Amen? James 1.27 tells us pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. When we hear statistics like 143 million orphan children in the world, it can feel overwhelming. Like, what could we possibly do to help? But all of us can do something. We can pray. We can even give a little. At Harvest Ministry, we are caring for over 1,000 orphan children in Africa and in Asia. In Uganda, East Africa, we have a children's home called Gumaniesu Children's Center. And exciting news is launching a brand new girls' dorm to keep 150 teenage girls safe. Also, we're helping with Gospel Projects International and Asha Hope Children's Home in Southeast India. 
And together with Gospel Projects, Harvest Ministry is launching a new children's home in Nepal for boys and girls who were orphaned from the recent earthquake. Come online to harvestministry.org to learn more how you can love orphans. As we finish up today, I want to end with a simple little ABCs of making progress. Ladies, we all desire to be fruitful in our life and for the Lord to flow through us in fruitfulness that is going to matter, not just matter for right now, but will really matter for eternity. So how do we not eat the bread of idleness, but be able to know what should we be doing in our days that will be effective? How do we know the difference? Okay, A, abide in Christ. Uh, John 15 tells us this, that Jesus is the vine, we're the branches as we abide in Christ and him in us, then we will bear fruit. So we just need to stay connected to the Lord throughout the day, talking with him and casting our cares on him and bringing our ideas to him. Abide in Christ. B, fill our brain with the Bible. All right. Sometimes we need to brain dump. I I like to just take a piece of paper and maybe take about 10 minutes and just cast my cares on the Lord. Write them out on paper, whether it's my to-do list, my grocery shopping, my goals, the, the ideas I have for something three months from now. And just sometimes just like get it out of my brain and then take some time as we abide in Christ, get into God's word get our brain filled with the Bible, and then see, clear the clutter. As you look at that list, that brain dumping list, and you just see all this stuff, you will begin to realize that there are things that are just clutter. There are things that you're not called to do. There are things that are outside of your jurisdiction. Sometimes there's things we're worried about that, you know, they don't really, we, we don't have any authority over those things, so we just need to not think about them. We need to clear the clutter. And then D, to dare to discipline, to just make little progress day by day, we need to daily be, uh, you know, making some good decisions to dare to discipline our flesh. And then E, that we would encourage ourselves for eternity. And even just to look at those things, those things on that list, and what is it that God has called us to do. Ladies, let's begin to make progress and fill our hearts and our minds with the presence of the Lord so that that fruitfulness and progress can come from the inside out. Amen. Well, come back in our next episode. We are going to be finishing up Proverbs 31. Thanks for joining Mission-Minded Families. I'm Ann Dunnigan with Harvest Ministry and Daring Daughters. You can find us online at daringdaughters.org and on iTunes, where you can subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with others. And remember, God's mission is for your family to expand His family.